Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. It's me, Emma Wilman. And me, Matteo Lane. Hey, hey, hey. Here we are. We're going to start out this episode just plugging a couple dates on the road because we love to meet you guys in person. Mateo, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Sure. Um, June 17th, I'll be in Minneapolis. It's almost sold out. June 24th, 26th, I'll be in La Jolla, California. We just added two shows. July 22nd and 23rd, I'll be in Miami, Florida. And you can get all my dates at MateoLaneComedy.com. Miami's going to be so fun. I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. May 26th, which is today, I will be in Portland, Oregon in the, at the Helium Comedy Club. One show only. June 3rd, I will be in Orlando, Florida doing the Gay Pride as part of Pandora events. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. June 10th and 11th, I will be in Denver, Colorado at the Improv Theater, which or Denver, Colorado Improv Comedy Club. And then I will be in San Francisco doing secret shows, working on all new material. DM me for the location on that. And then and I will be in Washington, D.C., July 7th through 9th. And then I will be in Chicago, July 21st to 23rd at Zany's Comedy Club. July 29th and 30th, I will be in Des Moines, Iowa. Really looking forward to it. Um, come on out. Love to meet you guys in person. Okay, here we are. We're back. How you feeling, Matteo? Uh, better. Last last episode, I was a little flustered. So, what are you gonna do in Italy when you go? You're just gonna relax, smoke cigarettes, and eat pasta. You gonna smoke cigarettes? Yes, I, I did it last night. I had one. I did too, actually. Me really? and Miss Cracker had one. We shared one together. I was walking home and I ran into a comedian and, and he was smoking. And he's like a he's a fitness instructor, so I, was, I saw it in his hand. He kind of moved it to really? his side. No, Sergio. Or I mean, he's more than a he's a hilarious comedian, amazing boxing instructor, so funny, great guy, very healthy. Very Every fit. once in a while, you need one. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, he had it, and I was like, "Can I have one?" We were like, "Yeah." Then I had it. I love a marble. I mean, I don't smoke ever, but like, if I'm in Italy, I have one or two. But I love marble lights. Actually, really? I, I really love the rolled, what? I love the rolled cigarettes. Yeah, very a rolled cigarette is very different from Marlboro Lights. I like both of those. Why do you like Marlboro Lights? Ooh. What do you prefer? They're um, light. They're like they don't feel like a. It's not like a marble red. I know, but I feel like if you're gonna smoke, I mean, I can't handle Marlboro red, but I feel like, I mean, uh, when I used to smoke, oh god, if you're struggling with smoking, oof. it's rough. It's really gross. It's smoking so. Yeah, it's like I used to smoke parliaments, and you know what the fucked up thing was? I, didn't I actually eat... don't like parliaments. It could be different, different smokes for different folks, then I guess. Because <laughs> I, but I never loved smoking. I think I liked the action of it, and I liked I taking the, the time. Aspect. I like the social. It's like really social. But I would just having to smoke with someone. Yeah, relax. You feel cool. Totally. Yeah, it feels great. I but I never like in college. I would smoke much more than I even wanted to because I just I think I was like almost trying to get the habit, which is so disgusting. Yeah, I mean it's weird when you see people smoke in America. You're like, ah, you pig, and then you see them smoke in France. You're like, they're beautiful. They know so many more things than I know. Yeah, so intellectual. I mean, when you're smoking in Italy, you're like amongst ancient ruins, and you're beautiful, and you're getting a gelato afterwards. You're Mm. like, God, everything's so great, Mm. so wonderful. So you're gonna are you gonna stay in the same place the whole time? Uh, for a week I'll be in Rome, and then I'm going to Tuscany for a wedding. So I'm gonna like just kind of have fun in Rome and go out. I did a video about uh, a joke about fettuccine Alfredo, and I called everyone who thought it was authentic an asshole and then all these italians were coming out like yes thank you um there you're right and then the one place in rome that has 
originated in creative fettuccine alfredo <laughs> got wind of it and then they started yelling at me and they were like it is real we are real wait and explain that, it so what are you saying fettuccine alfredo is what the, do you mean the dish fettuccine alfredo that we know in america with cream and garlic and parmesan yep. this is not real. this is an american thing i didn't know that also never been a fan because my stepmom my old stepmom that was mean to me used to always make it and i used to eat it alone in my room and it's very sad thanks for bringing it up no, I'm just kidding. But I always, I never got into it. So that's not Italian? Well, here's the original story. So there's a, a restaurant called D'Alfredo in Rome. And they created a dish. The owner created a dish for his wife who wasn't feeling well. And it was pasta with butter and Parmesan. Now, this is just called good. pasta al burro di Parmigiano. This is something that, like, every kid, Italian kid eats. Butter and pasta and Parmesan. You know what I'm saying? And you use, it's a fresh fettuccine. And you use the pasta water to emulsify, blah, blah, blah. Anyways... An American had this and then loved it and then just saw the restaurant's name was Alfredo, went back to America and tried inventing his own version oh. of cream and called it fettuccine Alfredo. Which is a huge difference. Cream is extremely different from Parmesan. I don't even cook and right. I know that shit. Well, because he didn't realize that you use the pasta water to make the creaminess with the Parmesan. So he just put cream in, and which dilutes the taste. And a cream isn't really something Italians use in their dishes. Also, cream is a cheat. I mean, once you add cream to it, it's automatically going to technically taste good. So it's like... Part of the fat... The, the fat... The fat tastes good. Totally. But it does dilute the taste. That's why the Americans started adding garlic because cream and Parmesan, which I'm sure they weren't even using real Parmesan, was like, it didn't. I feel like this is an interesting fun fact. Like, you know, when someone's like, oh, I got a fun fact or something, and then they're like, my grandma's a walrus or whatever. But this one, this this is is good. Yeah. So that's the story. So, like, when you go to Italy, they don't serve it anywhere. They only serve it at this one place called D'Alfredo. And they do it with cream or no cream? They do no cream. They do, they, but they make in front of you fresh fettuccine and Parmesan and, you know, Parmesan's aged 24 months and they use the pasta water and then you, you know. Totally but, different But dish. it's not something Italians know. Mm. So when you go to Northern Italy to Southern Italy and you say, hey, do you eat fettuccine alfredo? I remember my aunt in Sicily having no clue what I was talking about when I was 15. Mm. I was like, fettuccine alfredo? She goes, I don't know what that is. Like, they just don't know. So, there, it does exist. Technically, it originated in Rome, but it is not something that exists wholly in Italy. Right. Right? It'd be like if I went there and I was went to any restaurant in Italy and I said, so where are the unlimited breadsticks? And they'd be like, oh, boy. Sort of. Yeah. So, anyways, I made this comment. And the restaurant Delfredo got wind, and then they're like arguing with me. And the comments, what are they arguing about? We are real. We are the religion of the Alfredo. We exist. But wasn't that what you were saying? Like it was real, but, but I didn't am- say that in the joke. I just said it in the joke. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, Fettuccine Alfredo is not real. And then someone's uh, like, what? I'm like, yo, you thought it was real, you fucking losers. Yeah. I was like, it's fake, but you know, like chicken parmesan, all that stuff. So, what about chicken parmesan? It's, that's also not like cotoletta is a breaded chicken that exists in Italy but chicken parmesan that dish is not an Italian that's oh. not like the, it orig- the origins are of Italy but it is not an Italian dish interesting I wonder if General Tso's chicken is like I don't think General Tso's chicken is well I actually don't let's look up if General Tso's chicken is actually Chinese I because the wonder. same thing happened with the Chinese and Mexicans sure. etc where it was like okay so Gen so are they are you gonna go to the restaurant and make peace uh, yes I am great um, cool Sounds like the beginning of a romantic comedy. Sounds like you're going to go there and maybe you'll meet your husband. You know. You know what I mean? That's an option, I think. It sounds like a romantic... Why don't you... That sounds like a great romantic a rom-com you get in this argument you could say you're not a comedian because you, you in the movie you say you're an advertising executive or you're some fucking you're a restaurateur or something or you're you're in a relationship with a guy who's a fucking 
prick and he's a restaurateur and you go you're doing food research and you say that this is fake da, 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 and this guy's like it's not fake and you go and then it's like tumultuous because you guys have different stances on the pasta and then you fall in love it's a it's just the new version of under the tuscan sun haven't seen that under someone's ass all yes. right so generous house chicken is a sweet and spicy deep fried chicken dish that is served in north america chinese restaurants the dish is named after zuo zonggang zuo Zong Tang also ro- ro- he's trying folks Romanized. don't bite his head off it's trying Zong Tang a king of, of a king dynasty statesman and military leader although there is no recorded connection to him nor the dish unknown to Hunan Zuo's home province how did they get General Tao out of that the name and origin the dish has been associated with the Zuo Zong Tang so it's, it's called oh Tso Tsung Tang is how you're supposed to say it so Zuo Tsung Tang um, a king a King Dynasty statesman and military leader from Hunan province, but Zhu could not have eaten the dish or known of it. The dish is found neither in Shangsha, the capital of Hunan province, nor the Tsangyeong County, where Zhu was born. More over Zuo's descendants who are still living in Singing County. I'm so sorry. I'm butchering this. I'm You're really trying, trying my best. Yeah. When interviewed, said that they had never heard of such a dish. There are several stories concerning the origin of the dish. Uh, the Chinese kitchen that originates from the simple um, Hunan chicken dish and the references to Zong Tang Zong is a reference. Okay. Meaning. I wonder if the creator just really liked that general or why the fuck would they put it on him that he's eating all this fried chicken? Seems a little rude. Let's look at Fettuccino Alfredo, what the Wikipedia... I mean, I'm sure they says. meant it as a compliment because it's delicious, but it's not necessarily what you want to be... No, it's, you could. I could see being known for that. So look, okay, Fettuccine al burro, Fettuccine with butter, is an Italian pasta dish with fresh fettuccine tossed with butter and Parmesan cheese. Italian pasta al burro e parmigiano. As the cheese melts, it emulsifies the liquids to form a smooth and rich cheese sauce coating the pasta. Hubba, the dish hubba. is named after Alfredo di Leoli, mm. Lelio, Lelio, excuse me, uh, who featured the dish at his restaurant in Rome in the early to mid 20th century at the ceremony for preparing the table side was an integral part of the dish blah 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 the dish became widespread and eventually spread to the United States where it remains popular the recipe has evolved and its commercialized version with heavy cream and other ingredients is now ubiquitous in the United States it's often served as a main course sometimes garnished with chicken ugh I never, fucking hope it's a main course you never I mean, put chicken God on damn. pasta in Italy really never mm, you would never in a million years I put chicken on everything ever wait they uh, yeah, who's eating that as an appetizer? What are you eating for dinner? Well, in Italy, meanwhile, fettuccine no al burro is generally considered home cooking, and the pasta dish or sauce named Alfredo are unknown and generally scoffed at by Italian writers. The history. Uh, oh, this is from the 15th century. Who added the cream originally? Once you put the cream, Americans, but they don't. There's not. Is it like Dave from from Oklahoma <laughs> or who? It says that Delelio invented fettuccine al, tri, al triplo burro, later named fettuccine Alfredo or fettuccine Alfredo in 1907. It's an effort to entice his wife and uh, to eat after giving birth to their first child, Armando. So she was depressed. Alfredo added extra butter or. Triplo burro. He knows how to please a woman. Yep. When mixing it together for her. Piazza Rosa disappeared in 1910, found the construction of the Galleria Colonna Sordi, and the restaurant was forced to close. Di Lelio later opened his own restaurant, Alfredo alla Scrofa, which is where I'm going to go, then called Alfredo 1914 on the Via della Scrofa in central Rome. The fame of Alfredo's fettuccine spread, first in Rome and then to other countries. Delilio was made a Cavalieri dell'Ordine degli Orcordora del Cor- Corona d'Italia. I don't know. What cream or no cream at this point? No cream. No cream okay. still. Because Italians don't really do that. I mean, right. there's some, you know. Um, so how did it get to America? 
Um, you know what probably happened is someone in America went over there, ate it, tried to recreate the recipe, and it didn't taste good. So they were like, Ugh, and they talked the big game. They probably had all their friends over. And they're like, wait till you try this. I had it in Italy. It's so good. They make it. They fuck it up. They didn't get the right Parmesan. They screwed it up. And so then they just dumped a bunch of cream in it. And they're like, and then it tasted good. So they're like, oh, yeah, this is it. And then they tried to pawn it off. That's... Oh, That's God. The American restaurant casual dining chain Olive Garden has popularized its version of fettuccine Alfredo, which may combine with chicken, shrimp, or other foods. The main course is called chicken Alfredo. God! Seafood Alfredo, etc. Given the strict separation of the pasta and the meat dishes in the usual Italian restaurant cuisine, this was never done by Delelio. I didn't know that. They separate the pasta and meat dishes? Never. Really? You have... Primi and secondi. So the primo, which is your pasta, yeah. and then secondo, which is your meat. So you eat the pasta first, and then you have the meat afterwards. Interesting. And and that is actually from like different like nutrition stuff I've read. Is that that, that follows along with a lot of health diets and well, how you're supposed live to get carbs? The longest and, in Italy. Yeah, I mean that stuff. Italy and Japan are the longest. People live longer than anyone in the world. So really? Yeah, Sardinia. What about Italy. Mediterranean? They're in, they're oh, I'm an in idiot. the middle of the Mediterranean. Cut that. It's a total Mediterranean culture. Look at my face. I look Mediterranean. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Do you know? I don't know geography. I happen so, to cheat in that class. So if you look, so if you go like this, the Mediterranean, like there's North Africa, right? So you've got Morocco, you've got Egypt on the east side. Then if you go north, it's like, Tur- well, you know, Palestine, you get Turkey. And then you go go. What now? We're moving northwest, right? So Greece, and then up to where Croatia, is this in relation to Canada? That's then, the only thing I know. And Italy, France, and Spain. You know, they all kind of connect. That's why in Sicily, it, the island of Sicily is in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. So that's why most people in Sicily look just like people in Egypt, or people in Egypt look like people in Morocco or Spain because they're so like connected genetically. Hmm. Like my grandpa, who's Sicilian, I think is like mostly Syrian. I didn't know that. I had Syrian no idea. and Greek, I think, is what is. See, I need to really, when I look back on things where I'm like, God, like elementary school, high school, like just like getting to like go to school and learn all day, and that I like instead was like, like talking I'm shit terrible. and smoking pot. I, I, I wish I paid attention to that. Did you? I, well, I didn't do homework and I just didn't pay attention. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't show up to class. I Ooh. geography, I do enjoy, and I just like it's interesting. My brain just remembers. Like I know where everything is now. I know the United States, like the United States, because I've sat on so many flights and just looked at that map. Now right. I'm like, boom! But fucking, I know that. Like on The Simpsons, when Marge had to take over and be a, a, a teacher, she's like, "It took the kids 20 minutes to locate Canada on the map." <laughs> and Homer's like, "Oh, Marge, anyone can miss Canada. All tucked away down there." <laughs> yeah, she's like. <laughs> That's Florida. <laughs> There's, although I do always get confused by the state that always, like, I really am like, is I always get confused. Um, wait, where's Seattle? What state is that in? Washington. Washington. I, oh, I never fucking know where that is. Did you, I, now, we learned as a kid, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts. Did you guys have to learn this? Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma. (laughs) See, that's the type of one where I would have been like. South Carolina. I can't believe you never. I'm sure we did, but I was definitely a beat behind. Like, whatever the. Like, sing it again. Western Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Sing it again. I'll show you how I would have done it. Okay. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arizona, Arkansas, Arkansas, California, California, Colorado, Colorado, Connecticut, Connecticut, 
Delaware, Delaware Florida, Florida, Georgia, Georgia Hawaii, Hawaii, Idaho, oh, Illinois, Indiana, Indiana Iowa, Iowa, Kansas, this, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, uh, Michigan. Uh, See, I just hit the end of it and smile up top. Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> and that's where the teacher's like, they can't quite tell if you know it or don't know it or if you're just you're a little. You're supposed to mouth watermelon. Oh, really? Yeah, you're supposed to go. Because you're hitting like all the vowels and consonants. Ah, that's what they say in um in. I remember when we were filming Crazy Ex Girlfriend in scenes where they're like focusing on someone else, but you're supposed to be like background and talking. Because sometimes they're like you're on set for such a long time filming, so the actress that I would always be, we'd always be talking with. Like we would usually begin the first like twenty minutes to an hour by actually like if we're background and like talking about something. Then you kind of are like, all right, and we would mouth watermelon back to each other. Um, and like, have you ever seen Waiting for Guffman when they're trying, mm-hmm. they're like putting on this really shitty play and then like they're trying to do that and like be really professional actors, but they're losers. And so <laughs> when moments when they're supposed I to mean, be talking, they look at relatable. each other and they go, hop, 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 hop. <laughs> it's really like a, it's an Catherine art. O'Hara. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't act much, but. Um, it's an art. And that, I remember thinking, that was actually, I'm, Gabrielle was really, we were like, got really good at it. Cause we would be like, really pretending we were having these conversations. I remember my friend, Kate Pursuti, she, I, she works in the industry right now. Mm. I don't know what she did, but she's great. And she was like an actress in high school. <laughs> One day she told me that she was like the background of some, they were filming somewhere. And so she was really like acting it up and they were like, Miss, you're going to have to relax or something like that. I, I just remember her telling me that story. That's she actually was so a, cute, though. She must have been like 14 or something. It's like an embarrassing note to get. I've gotten that note before where they're like, especially if you're background, they're like, hey, stop. Hey, you're the background. Yeah, but she was 14. And, right. Know, That's I mean, different. Jokes on them. She's like working in the biz now. True, true. But um, you're all fired. there was a girl in the in the, the movie, a really terrible Disney movie called Pete's Dragon, the original one. Never heard of it. It's too long. It's obnoxious. There's eight movie plots. It's terribly dragon acted. Dragon sucks. Song's shit. Mm. Editing's terrible. Oh. It's like, the whole thing is like this animated dragon that's barely in it. Anyways, there's a scene where they're singing and there's one girl in the background who's like way like over the top. Get it, girl. And like, you know her mother's on set like, hiya, Susan. Right. Hiya. Right. You know? Right. Show that dragon who's the real dragon. Yes. I'm so, so, anyway, so General Sal's chicken's great. I'm so excited for you to be in Italy for two weeks, too. Whose wedding so... are you going to? Uh, a comedian. Okay, that's great. That's fun. I'm going to my friend Sean's wedding in Portland. So the last a couple weeks ago, we were talking, and I was really nervous about dancing at this wedding. Oh, that's right. Did you dance? I did, and it was really fun. Did you think of us? I did, and that actually, and it also I kind of forgot that. It, so you brought that up. It broke the ice because then when I was talking to Lexi, I was like, "Oh, you know, Mateo and I, and we did the podcast today." I was like sharing with him like how I'm like nervous about dancing, and she was like, "You're nervous about dancing," and I was like, "Yeah." And, and Can you I, show us the dance you did? I didn't, but I was like, "Could we practice dancing before we do it?" And she was like, "Sure." And then so we this is you and Lexi, me and Lexi, and it was actually really fun too because what what I was also really nervous about was the slow dancing and so she was like that's the easiest yeah so she was like all she was like you just kind of like hold me and we like kind of like rock side to side and we do that sometimes we're hugging anyway so that was fine what i that was fun what i was nervous about was sometimes when i, I was like well sometimes the weddings i go to we do the thing where it's like you hold each other and you have to lead and then do, dip the person and what she, are you like in the victorian times so you're goes, doing like tango she goes that's some white people shit and i was like i didn't know that because what, what do you mean, lead? lead I mean, lead. like, they'll do, usually at my, fa- when I have a wedding with my family, at s- some point, there's something where it's like, and it's very gendered, it's like, 
and a lot of times I dance with my mom to it. And it's like, Aww. you go like this and then you have to twirl the woman. And then because my mom and I are doing it, she'll like twirl me and I twirl her and it fucking stresses me out because everyone else, you don't do that? No. Lexi said it's some white people shit. I didn't know that. I We don't. We will get in like a big circle and sing oh, see, like I was so Italian relieved. Songs. I didn't know. This whole time it's like, there's the dancing, and then there's like we do the. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, like at a Greek wedding, like they get they literally break plates. My friend Sophia got married, and the second that they, I mean, I always break a plate at a wedding. It's just not official. <laughs> but they, I remember it was so fun because it was like the second it was like he, she married this white guy, right? And then her family was all Greek, and you could clearly see who was sitting there, who was Greek, and sure. who wasn't. And um, the second they played, like the DJ was playing music, but they knew that 50 percent of it had to be Greek music. So it was like music, music, music. All of a sudden, you hear like Greek music. Every Greek woman got up, ran over. They all got in the circle. Love and they're it. all doing the dance, like, in the circle. Yes. And, oppa! Yes, and, like, yes. breaking the plates and yes. stuff. It was so fun. Now, they, now um, at Jewish weddings, they... they Jewish weddings, don't they put you on a chair yes. and raise you to ha- the Hava Nagila? It's really fun. Cause two, Does anyone know? Actually, all my first Are cousins... Are Jewish here? Are you Jewish? Yeah. Do you know what, what the song is? The song where everyone's in a circle and they hold hands. They yes, okay, it's really it. fun. Yes, okay. So my cousins, uh, uh, we should call Modi. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, all my cu- first cousins that had Jewish weddings, we did that. But then I guess it's like there's a part where they did a fucking thing for my mom's side where we would do this fucking fancy ballroomy type dancing. How Victorian of you. I thought that that happened at every wedding, and I was like, great. Like I get confused. I'm really revealing a lot, but sometimes when my mom and I are doing it to weddings, I step on her feet. But it's okay because it's my mom and we're kind of like both like whatever. But like I was nervous about doing it with like a girl. Well, those traditions that like my every weddings that we go to in my family, my aunt Cindy has to sing the Shoop Shoop song. What's the Shoop Shoop? Also, I can't Does believe I just... love me? I want to know. Oh, yeah. The, Wait, share, the share version. How can I tell if it loves me so? Your aunt Cindy sings that. Yeah. Really? She loves the Shoop Shoop what? song. Yep. Wait, what's the chorus? Uh, that's it. Uh, that, uh, uh, is it in his eyes? Oh, no. It's in his kiss. If you want to know if he loves you so, it's in his kiss. They don't that's go Shoop? It is. Oh, yeah. No shooping? That's the Shoop Shoop song. Isn't well, that what they, it's called? They don't say Shoop Shoop? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they say shoop. I hate that. Well, it's a tradition in my family. My aunt Cindy runs up well, there to sing the shoop shoop song. No, I love I love that she does that, but I hate that they call it shoop shoop if they don't go shoop shoop in it. I wonder if there is. False advertising, because I love shoop shoop. As a, shoop shoop shoopy doop. That's good. Oh, no. It's in his kiss. I'm singing in Cher's range right now, which is insane. They need the, I, the shoop, shoop shoop song. If I want to know. Let's see. I like that. Love that. Oh, no. What I say, if you want to know. If they don't say shoop at least one time in this song, I'm going to fucking blow again. They're saying shoop behind her. Hold on. Wait, wait. I didn't hear it. Hold on. Wait. Shoop, 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 shoop. That would have fucking drove me nuts. It's in his kiss. I feel like, not to be too neurotic, but I feel like they could have picked a different name. Let's take a break. Because I feel like shoop (laughs) isn't the central part of the song. It should have been called It's in his kiss. (laughs) Let's take a break.
Who can I call? All right, we're back. Um, so that's, Still that's, bothered. Well, I don't. That's the wedding. Tra- I can't think of any other wedding traditions are going. I had but to miss I a wedding that. this weekend because I was working, right? Which feels horrible. Last minute to be like, I have to skip. I felt really bad that I had to miss that wedding too. The reason I missed it, um, Mateo and I both had friends that were getting married, which would have been so fun and it looked so beautiful. It beautiful. I was doing so. I did one of Lexi's weddings, and then I was doing my friend's wedding. It's my mom's best friend, Nancy. Like we grew up with her kids. I'm so. It's gonna be so nice to go, but um. I couldn't do three weddings in one. It was really hard. Look, I, everyone, if you have a wedding, not everyone can make it. Right. And that's they understand. That's the way it is. Yeah. I mean, they got it. The, and that's the way it is. Oh, that, I'm thinking Celine Dion. <laughs> and that's the way it is. How? This. That's the way. She does that weird, like, staccato, like, bird sound. She also doesn't say love. She says L-U-R. She does. The power of love. Oh, you're right. Who do you like more, Cher or Celine? Who do I like better? Yeah. Well, personality-wise, I like Cher better, but as a singer, I like Celine better. I like, but Cher I like better. Cher as a whole better. I think she's a yeah. really good actress. I like, she, I love her. Yeah. She's not. <clears throat> she doesn't lie about anything. She doesn't lie about plastic surgery. Does Celine? No, I'm not just saying it's like, you know, with Cher, like, she'll be like, I don't like getting older. It sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's just honest. So what? I got surgery. Get over it. You know what I mean? Like, she goes on David Letterman. She's like, you're an asshole. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know this. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I've ever seen Where her. Celine's, you know, obviously more like, I am protected from my husband. For so long, I am Songbird. Wait, wait. I am Celine. Wait, Cher called Dion. David Letterman an asshole? Yeah. Really? She was on the show. She was like, you're an asshole. Oh, is she sober? She did, yes. Wow. He was being an asshole. She Good called for her. her. But he kept, she kept coming back on. Yeah, she's a hustler. She's a hustler. She's great. She is. So, I wear wigs. I didn't, I didn't she know. She would say that in the 90s when people didn't really know that certain women wore wigs. And so she was that. on the Rosie show. She's like, your hair is blonde. It's a wig. So Rosie, refreshing. I've got a lot of wigs. I think that's so refreshing. I need Boniva. <laughs> my bones hurt. And I'm amen. I mean, it's so. I always try I to keep it. I think my kids still live with me. <laughs> I think Chaz. He moved out by now. He looks but good. She's got another son. What? I've never heard that discussed. Yeah, there's. I've got two sons. Who's the other? I've son? got Chaz and the other one from another guy. I don't remember. Isn't it's not always... Sunny? What's his name? Can you look it up? Isn't it a little? What is it? Elijah, Elijah Bloom. Never heard of that. Blue almond. I did it a bagel boy. Wait, is, see, it's always interesting to me when like there's one kid that like you're like I didn't know you had another kid. Well, Chaz is famous because he was the son of Sonny Bono, right? And I think and they had oh, the Sonny and Cher show it. together, so Chaz was like in the show when he got was a it. kid. But got but it. then I had another son, and I think I p- paid for him. That's what I wonder if my mom sounds like when she talks about. No, no, no. I don't think so. I feel so bad about something. I got an offer to do this like awesome show in Hawaii, and part of it was like, look, you come out, well, like you get. I think I got a similar offer. It's really cool but, but i jumped the gun on it and i forwarded to my mom and i was like come with me to hawaii and normally she's like I have my handbook club. i'm in guatemala but she was like i'd love to let's go oh, lexi no and then i haven't heard i sent them a bunch of like dates because you go out for the whole week right and then now my mom is like she never gets excited she travels she's been like messaging me almost every day she's like any word on hawaii and i was like oh well we i have to like i don't know but no matter what i haven't gone on a vacation with my mom for years but i'll be with her for so in Portland, Oregon for the wedding, I didn't read the instructions. The wedding's actually on a Sunday. I thought the wedding was Friday. So I fly in Thursday. That's why I'm doing the show. And then I'll be – it's not, also not in Portland. It's like in a, two hours outside of Portland. <sighs> Oops. On a farm. Oh. So the outfit I got was – but it's like 
it's gonna be really beautiful but lexi was like you didn't tell me any of this like this affects the type of shoes i wear bring an umbrella in they case it that. rains they said that we're on a farm. I was like, I just want to do share oh. all day. It's I don't even be... know if I'm doing a good share. I, at this I'm doing wedding, my friend Noah Powell's share. Sounds like share. Well, Lexi doesn't know now. now. I'm like, we're probably going to do this. There's probably, I don't know if Sean's family's like this, but they might be doing that slow dance type. So what happened at the wedding in, the wedding we went to was in Austin. Get this. So Mateo and I are both at a festival called the Moon Tower Comedy Festival. We talked about it before. A lot did of I, the sh- I, I don't remember what I said on this podcast about it because I really went off the rails. I don't remember. What I'm never said doing that festival again. So, a lot of the shows were at a place called Anton's. Did you have any shows there? I don't think you did. But I, but I know what it is. So the wedding reception was at Anton's. They rented it out oh. and like had this like fun. They had the the reception there, and then the daytime wedding, backyard wedding. It was one of the hottest days in Florida history. Texas or, or Texas? It was. Yeah. I mean. It's, Texas or one of the hottest like record. It was like 110. Okay. I loved it i love the heat i love the heat in really i loved it it was i don't mind dry heat i i mind that humid heat i do too this felt dry to me lexi hated yeah because i think it. it's in the well she should love it she hated it really because the humidity is probably for her for she's got similar so hair, hair to mine and my yeah. aunt cindy's where it's like in the humidity it's like she hated it like it's just uncontrollable she hated it she was like this is she hated it and I, the Uber drivers, it was like noticeably, um, and I'm just going to, they were 100% homophobic. Like one, we had one that wasn't like truly, like we would get in the car. This happened, like the first time it happened, I was like, whoa. So, and she, she was always calling the Ubers because it was her friend's wedding. So she was like, let me get the Ubers. And I'm like, all right. So don't have to twist my arm. So she gets, it has happened like clockwork so first time i'm walking out behind her the uber driver jumps out sees her opens the door hey welcome they see me and they're like literally like ugh. and then i get in the car and they're like looking at me like and then i see them trying to catch like lexi's eye and i was like i'm gonna still try to butter this guy up so i was like oh i asked some small talk nothing and then we got out i was like that was intense and lexi was like that was awful and she was like i was like give him one star and she he kept trying to catch her eye and then other uber drivers did that too like there was like no like they were like hated me and normally i just sit in an uber and don't give a shit but it felt like i was like are they being homophobic she was like yeah i I think so one time me nick and patty were trying to catch a cab and we got one and he pulled up and he looked at us and when we walked up he locked the doors looked us up and down and drove off Crazy. and patty started screaming fuck you you motherfuckers and right? then Nick goes no no he had a point <laughs> it's fun because at first i was like what is this it was we so looked weird particularly gay that day nick right. was in a giant backless so did I. I was wearing gowned. wedding stuff so it's like patty suits. looked like a backup dancer for janet jackson in the 90s and i was just like i was in a tank and short shorts and <laughs> it's just goes, crazy though because i was like we're in austin also what are you gonna try to catch my girlfriend's eye while you're driving uber what and drive off with her if Year, you can pull years that ago, off this guy, loser, good luck years ago this guy patrick came to new york to visit me we had like a little fling he's we're still friends today he's so sweet and um he got in the we got in the back of an uber and like held hands and the driver's like no 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 not in my car and patrick like let went to let go and i grabbed patrick's hands i'm like fuck off good for you that's actually what it felt like too because she said at one point when we we like went to hold hands and she was we were holding hands and she was like he like was obviously the first guy was obviously like flustered like he was like Ugh. I'm like what are you you're driving yeah that's all you have to do I didn't ask you to comment on my relationship totally it was like I was like oh, asshole geez. but t- it was interesting too there was actual cowboys at the wedding well 
cowboys. I think cowboy my cowboys hats. is my share. I'm a I'm a cowboy. So I, were- I I I decided to, to raise horses because my Bro, son I- Chaz left me, and now my other son Emilio, what's his name? Elijah. I don't even remember my other son's name. What does Elijah do? Nothing. Oh. I I pay for everything. If Chaz was- did something with his life, Elijah, what do you do? Where'd you get the name Blue Almond from? Uh, Stop. Wow. Oh, better than Sonny, that son of a bitch you left us. Wow. She has a share whenever she talks about um, Sonny. She's always like, I love Sonny, but he's such a son of a bitch. (laughs) But we're best friends. And we always, there's no one like him. I have a connection with him forever, but I hate him. Did they divorce? Oh, yeah. He was cheating on her right and left. And then he took all of her identity. So she had nothing. What do you mean? took everything because she he made her sign all these contracts when they did the Sonny and Cher show and he had her likeness everything was his so she had to divorce Why him and then do that because he's an asshole and oh. then she divorced him and then she became Cher as we know Cher oh what a great became, story yeah and she had like a lot of up and down wait so was, but she was called Cher when she was with him yeah but she wasn't able like something in the legality I remember like she was basically stripped of everything but her name so this is a good this is like an interesting thing I think in entertainment and maybe another thing too there's these clauses where they say your likeness which is very ambiguous so if you're ever looking at a contract and it says and we own your likeness that basically means anything that can be interpreted as something like you that they do they then can profit off of so say i was doing a reality show and i'm like mateo sign this contract and you look at it and then i go anything related to your likeness i profit off of indefinitely that would mean anything he did ever on out i'm like that's like you you're entitled to so if he owns at some of her likeness then that means he was maybe making money off of her when she was maybe but i mean i know it's like sounds when, like britney spears when, dad almost when carrie fisher i read i love her and i read all her books and she was talking about love she's her. like she's love like i'm a shampoo her. bottle i'm soap right i'm a pez dispenser mm-hmm. i'm a cigarette she's like my likeness has been th- completely blown out of proportion oh because also literally she her face is on those things i thought she was on being everything. existential i was no like, yes, like very literal all everything no right. she's she's literally every, she's everything right. she is Princess Leah. I, I would do you believe? I'm gonna listen to Cher after this. That Cher, I saw her live. You I did? saw her with Nicole Byron and Cher Zameda, and we went and saw her in Vegas. And um, she she was great. There were a couple moments she like skipped, and we were like, Ugh. right. I don't think she's quite caught on to cultural appropriation yet. She's oh, still no. doing. No, she's not. But you know what? It's Cher. She's doing. She's not doing any. Native American stuff? Yeah. Fully. I went no to the way. bathroom and I heard like, oh! No way, no literally, way. That, literally no way. in the show, that's what I heard. Yes. No way. You, you can't serious? cancel me for that. I'm dead serious. That is what I heard. Are you that's serious? What, I'm dead serious. And she did a whole Indian routine. Like, not Indian, like India. Like, when on was an this? elephant and everyone had like, this was like three years ago Wait, in I Vegas. I think you told me about this. She did that? Mm-hmm. She also came down in a black afro. What? And no one said anything? It's shared. I guess we're just like, well, you know, what are we going to say? She's like 80. What are we going to say to her? Oh, my God. You shouldn't do that. This, her whole career has been that. She should People be. weren't mad. Like, I, it was huh. all gays and lesbians. Interesting. Like, we love her. Right. Interesting. That's why Streisand's not going to get canceled. She just wears the same outfit and sings the right. same goddamn song. Keeps it simple. If I could see, because I'm going to be in Vegas in September or something like that. When I do, I you see Gaga's jazz show. I would like to go to. I'm. They're going to be there for a week. I'm. Ha- I'm at a club there, and I would like to 
like go see like, me stay a couple extra days and like see a cool ass show i don't know if she's still doing vegas but gaga's currently doing vegas really? and adele was supposed to and then she cried on instagram or something happened Re- i wouldn't i would she's rather like, it's not right it's not right it's not right really sorry it's so sorry it's not right i was like what are you crying for just say it's postponed that happened. Maybe she was tired. I think she was tired. I mean, She's I was exhausted. complaining earlier, so I She's should. I should relax. So I wanted I was to tell crying you this. in therapy today. Oh, you were you at therapy today? Yeah, it was good miserable. for you. Oh, please. oh, so maybe that's why you're feeling crabby. Sometimes that like I've just had a rough here's few the thing. days. Truly, when you're not getting enough sleep and you're also doing the work of therapy, it's really I really commend you for not pushing that to the side. You know, because it's hard. <laughs> Seriously, you, yeah, it's it's like thanks. It's like, and when you picture your future self, that's a gift to your future self more than not doing it. I'm gonna be on Boniva with wigs. <laughs> what is Boniva fiber for your tummy? I don't know. It's something I saw Sally Field constantly. Like it was for like older women. Like uh, Boniva help my bones. What is it for? Bones yeah. strength. Wow. It's bone loss prevention, Emma, I mean, so I can still dance. Be careful with anything with lots of fiber in it, because if you have anything like IBS, it can cause some gastrointestinal issues. Take it from me. Well, I don't want to talk about it, but one time I was in a corset and I had way too much broccoli, and I just want to say this, the backup dancers never forgave me. <laughs> never. They never forgave me, Emma. I never heard the end of it. Chaz didn't talk to me. Sonny died. It was horrible. <laughs> he died from the... the he died I, from a skiing accident. Right. God. He was the mayor of Palm Springs. Really? Yeah. Yes. What a way to go down. A scheme. And then I read at his funeral, I read from TV Digest. No. Yes. It was the the person that affected you the most. And that was Sonny. Oh, that son of a bitch, you left us. I love him. Did he get remarried? No, he died. I should watch his. I should watch. Their, he did like, get remarried. I think. Did he? Yeah. I should watch. I didn't know. I guess I didn't. They met when she was sixteen. Wow, scandalous! How old okay. was he? He was like, I think, thirty. <laughs> Something like that. Not cool. But I don't Not know if cool. they slept with each other. But she's like, I, I saw him, and it was just one of those moments where I was the whole room stopped. Yeah, you're also and 16. I saw him, and it was like, who's this guy? Who is he? Right. I mean, you know, they had a connection. Sure. They became the most famous people in the world at one time. And Cher is undoubtedly one of the most famous people ever. Absolutely. 100% icon status. And then I then I did a movie. When did she? I did a few movies, babes. But they had the Sonny and Cher show when she... 70s. 70s, yeah. yeah. She was pregnant with Chaz. Or maybe she had had Chaz already because Chaz would literally come on the show in the end. Right. And he would like do sketches or like say goodbye and stuff like that and this is back in the day when there was so much less content so it's like if you were on a show like that that's what she was very famous for the bob mackie outfits like she would have her belly button showing and Mm. she she started the whole like long straight hair like thin you know it was like right she was the the look of the 70s and how you associate it is like share would you say she was as famous as kim kardashian because or more famous really well in a different way too in the 70s sunny and share was like there were just so much fewer things right. you know what i mean but like Cher has been famous from 1970 to now right so you know yeah she's more famous than the kardashians i mean the kardashians are very famous but, but was like, she more famous back then Did she they, would have been about the same, about the same fame yeah you know i wonder if yeah. but it just wasn't it the, the kardashians are digested differently totally it's not digested the same way you know when i did went to grad school that's what i did my like it was supposed to be a thesis but it just turned into an independent study because i was drinking too much but it was on <laughs> celebrity construction and monetization in the united states as it relates to capitalism and part of what i studied was the changing dynamics of 
a famous person versus a star. And you've got it in America, and then you've got it in, like, Bollywood is totally different, but in America, because they're trying to, it's very, it mirrors the American dream where it's like, anybody can be a star. You just have to be discovered, which is, we know that that's not true. We also know the American dream. It's like, pick yourself up from the bootstraps. Well, this this also started, to to your point, Fran Leibowitz talked about how that fame and celebrity wasn't a word used before Mm -hmm. until Andy Warhol. Andy Mm. Warhol, which she believes was an inside joke of everyone gets 15 minutes of fame, leaked into the water system and now Mm. everyone really thinks that they want 15 minutes of fame. And so, he sort of exploited this idea of celebrity, you know, telling these drag queens in the 70s that you really are, you're the new Marilyn sure. Monroe and stuff like that and and sort of gaslighting them but like really like pushed this idea of fame and celebrity right. because yeah there was celebrities before. Well, it's an escape and so people it's something to fantasize about right you say oh I could get out of you know it's a fantasy right but it's also like when you get when someone's famous it's like that with all of a sudden it's like once you're in that fame cycle where it's like modern Mount Olympus where it's like you're out of reach it's why people have to purchase it reality stars like the Kardashians, they're famous. But they're reachable. They're re- and also, you don't know if they're necessarily a star. I mean, they've maybe become stars now, but they're not a star in the sense of Well, it's diluted. It, you're right. It's diluted the word of star. Like, right. Sophia Loren at one point was a star. star. Yeah. You know, uh, the Kardashians, who are famous. And, Extraordinarily you know, famous. And they do work hard, even though everyone makes fun of her for that. Like, you better get your ass up or whatever. Look, they you can't be that relevant and that popular for that long without having something to export. I don't know if it's necessarily the greatest thing to export, but they're they're hardworking and they they I'm sure they give lots to charity and I'm sure they've done lots of good and I don't think they're that you know whatever right. but are they Mariah Carey where Mariah Carey is like I am famous for writing songs in my right. voice or Whitney Houston I am famous for being the greatest singer in the world right. you know it it, it it dilutes how we view fame. If it becomes 100%. more attainable, then anyone feels they should be famous for anything. Right. Which in a Rather, way almost makes it harder, too, because then it's like more saturated and more competitive. Well, it makes it harder for the real talented people, because mm. then what it's saying is if you're talent, you won't rise to the top, because mm. we like this thing better. Right. So you, we have more tools at our, at our fingertips to help us make us look better, when back in the day, you either sang like Streisand or you didn't. Right. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? It's like Lady Bunny talks about this too, where she's like, a lot of a lot of drag queens and a lot of young people are becoming famous for different avenues, which is totally, I think, is fine because that's sure. just the way we've moved on as a society. But it's like, who are you going to go perform it? Who are you going to go see when they perform? Right. 100%. What are you left with? What do you get? What are you saying? What are you exporting? So I saw a live show of a uh, years and years and years and years ago. It was like one of the first viral videos. Then the videos were so funny. So I was a fan of the person, and I went to watch them. They were opening for Margaret Cho, but I went to watch the people. Did they do open. wigs. They did. Let's get some shoes. Oh, I don't. Think do you I remember, remember that? that? No. Do you remember that Kelly? Let's get some shoes. It was so funny. The videos were amazing, and so I was like, I didn't even know Margaret Cho at that time. I was in college, too. My friends wanted to go see Margaret Cho, but I was like, I want to see... Love Margaret Cho. Totally. But I was like, I want to see this like opening act, Kelly, from these Bauer videos. And I remember being like, what? I don't know what I thought they were going to do, but what they did do was they just played the videos. So it was like, the video comes on, and then they stood in front of the video on the monitor, and then they played like four of their videos, and then that was it. And I remember being like, what the fuck? But also, what did I think they were going to do? Right. You know? Right. So it was kind of... That's where I just remember like clocking that as like, oh, like just like, okay, yeah, what was I, what did I think? But like, you don't, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm excited. I like this thing. And then Margaret Cho came out and it was pandemonium. She's so funny. You couldn't hear a word. She said she was drowned out. It was like a music concert. It was just, it was gay men screaming. She means so much to the gays. Yeah. And I think that's what they were screaming because it was like, 
It was crazy. Well, we should probably end it here. Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Thanks we appreciate so much. you. I had two really always. good episodes with you. You had me, me too, laughing. So fun. Really, that story so with fun. you and the tooth is me and the tooth legendary. You have to put that in your act. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I could you right now. just exactly what you said and how you said it. Say it. I already forgot. Well, we have it recorded, so you here's can go back my and problem. Listen. That's why it's like the only thing like that like really maintains in my act is if it's like a shorter joke i think because i literally forget stories well we have it filmed and recorded okay maybe i'll just play it thanks for listening everyone like and subscribe thank you guys bye a podcast network